recording? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Say What You Mean. We're jumping right into gun talk. Yeah, because we were just talking about guns. Uh, this is a question that I had. I went shooting, and then uh, I didn't. I, I Jen also had this question, but I was just wondering. Sure. Why is it saying like so? A twenty-two mm-hmm. is small, and yeah. then you have a nine millimeter that is bigger. Okay, so there's two different ways of um, of how you measure bullets. Okay. There's two different met- There's two different like. Um, measuring units. So there's the European way, which is uses millimeter diameter of the bullet. So okay. nine millimeter. And then there's the American way, which is called caliber, which because we do all of our things, our, we do everything yeah. our, our own way. Original. Uh, Real original. Miles versus kilometers, right? It's the same thing. Caliber is just a different way of, it's just diff- different measurement of the diameter of the bullet. So cal- so 22 caliber uh-huh. is 5.56 millimeter. Oh, nine, that's so weird. Nine millimeter is thirty-five caliber. So there's something. Do, does anybody call it a thirty-five caliber? There are nine millimeter. There are cartridges that are nine millimeter that have thirty that are actually called three that are American cartridges mm-hmm. that are called thirty-five that are like three fifty-seven. Mm-hmm. A three fifty-seven Magnum is the same bullet diameter as a nine millimeter. Oh. It's thirty-five caliber. It's point three five seven. Oh, <sighs> stupid! The difference is <laughs> there is the case is the case length. How much powder's been pushing that? Oh, bullet. gotcha. So, like the tradition, the full name of a nine millimeter Luger mm-hmm. is nine by nineteen. So that's nine millimeter diameter length nine 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 millimeter diameter bullet with a nine millimeter length nineteen millimeter length case. Okay. So then there's a 9 by 18 Makarov. <laughs> yeah. That's a little bit shorter. Shorter. And then 9 by 17 Kurtz, also mm-hmm. known in the United States as 380 Auto. Mm-hmm. And that's also a 9 millimeter bullet in an even smaller case. Mm. <laughs> Mr. Knowledge Man, no one about the gun. Hello and welcome to this week's <laughs> episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jake. Um, that's how knuckle draggers usually starts. Really? In mid-conversation, and then a half hour later, we forgot that we forgot to introduce <laughs> it. Gotcha. Uh, dude, I feel like... Okay, so last week, I was in a great mood starting. You're like, whoa, where's all this coming from? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in a great mood today. I just continuously feel, in a, good. feel like I'm in good moods. That's awesome. Which is weird, because like I said, I'm not... Did I t- say this on air that I'm not on antidepressants anymore? You did. Okay. You said that last week. So it's it feels good to be feeling positive. Mm-hmm. Um, I am noticing a shorter fuse, mm. which is one of the reasons why I got onto it. And they said that that was a that was a reaction of depression mm. um, was having that shorter fuse, quick, 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 quick. Um, so I'm I'm trying to consciously work on that. Okay. Um, maybe try different different methods and stuff to change that behavior and mm-hmm. reaction. Sure. Opposed to medication, because right now I feel good mm-hmm. and. Jen asked me, like, did you feel like you were in a fog? And now when I look back, it does feel a little foggy, mm-hmm. but I don't know. So I, it's it's a weird, I'm in a weird time right now. Okay. But overall, I feel awesome. I feel good. good. Until I start doing research for the show and, hey, what should we talk about today? And then every everyone just pisses me off. Everybody sucks. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. I don't know where you want to start, uh, but I got, I got somewhere. I got some two things I want to mention. Okay. Two big names in the music world died within the last two days. Uh, Dusty from ZZ Top. Dusty from ZZ Top. And the drummer from Slipknot. Yes, Joey Jordanson. Uh, Joey Jordanson, founder member of Slipknot, came up with the name Slipknot. He's a renowned drummer. He's fucking solid. Died at 46. From what? They didn't say. 
Oh. They haven't said. Not that I've found yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Dusty Hill, uh, he was like 72 when he died. Um, yeah, I mean, that guy lived life for Dude, do you know they're a three-piece band? Yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. That's insane. So I started watching like live videos of ZZ Top, mm-hmm. and I don't even know the guitar player's name, but the things he's doing to make it sound like multiple guitars is insane. Yeah. That band for a three piece is mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. Insane. I couldn't believe it. Super impressed. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they're amazing. Yeah. Like I'm not, I had a time in my life where that music was like all I listened to mm-hmm. that and like Bachman Turner overdrive, some of like the kind of the Southern rock mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's easy top. It's like one of my dad's favorites too. Oh, okay. So it's like, that's kind of a close. Was he okay yesterday? He was fine. They just got back from a ten day trip, so he's feeling good. Oh, yeah, they damn. went. You know, my mom went to Montana and did a whole like mm. road trip thing. Do my parents have done something like that too? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay, yeah. And Joey Jordan said something not like something not is not like it is one of those kind of staple metal bands that like that, that became like a popular metal band. Mm-hmm. Um, they were on Roadrunner and everything, but. It's not one that I really list, got into at the time of like the big hype and everything. Yeah. I don't think I could tell you a single Slipknot song. Really? Yeah. Um, even when I was in a metal band at 18 years old, I didn't really care for Slipknot. It always bothered me the the um, the theater of it. We're all wearing masks and there's 20 of us in the band. And I think there's actually only nine. But that's still a lot of effing people. Yeah. And one guy just hits kegs. Like, to me, that whole thing was just like, mm, but maybe it's anti-conformity. Maybe, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know the reasoning why. I haven't done research into it, but I just was not into it. And then, you know, Corey Taylor's the singer, and he's actually got a, he's, I can't remember his other band's name right now, and if anyone is a metalhead and listening to it, sorry. Uh, but he's got a great voice. And then I started listening to more Slipknot, and it, he actually does sing more than you would think in Slipknot. So then I'm like, oh, okay. So I started finding Slipknot songs that I like, and I have this mix that's called Two Metal on Spotify mm. because <laughs> Jen does not like it, and it's a lot heavier things, but there are Slipknot songs on there, and so I've been listening to a little more Slipknot uh, recently mm. anyways, but then Joey Jordanson died. I don't think he was a drummer now. I think um, there was some contention in the band, but. Crazy, 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 crazy. It would be amazing if a nine-person band was able to stay together for a long period of time. I feel like even small bands have yeah. an issue yeah. with oh, that. Yeah. Dude, so. bands, being in a band is the worst. It's like three, It's like however many members there are, that's how many other like significant others you have. Mm-hmm. And any contention that you could possibly have with a significant other over something stupid, now multiply that by like five, and it's it's annoying. Mm-hmm. It's so it's the worst part about being in a band because you connect like with one guy, and then everybody else just annoys the shit out of the two of you. But I'm sure on the other side, there's two guys on that side who are just like, you know, Jeff and Jeff and Joey are so annoying. It's like f you guys. It's the worst. It's the worst. And then you're like in this pressure cooker of like wanting to create something to create something mm-hmm. and make it good. And everybody's got a way to make it better. And you know, what's crazy is that's a few of the bands. And maybe it's just because they were always so high. Yeah. But like Motley Crue. Yeah. Poison. Yeah. Those have all stuck together. Def Leppard. Oh, is it original guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there was a period where Motley Crue and... Vince Neil broke up and they recorded an album with what's his name? 
No, it was Van Halen. No, it was Motley Crue. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. I, I had no. I didn't know this. This must have been at, way after their heyday then. Uh, it was. Let me find out exactly. John Karabi. Hmm. Uh, he was their singer. I don't remember when. Oh, ninety-two to ninety-six. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, prove me wrong. I get you proved me wrong. <laughs> but like Def Leppard, out, outside of their rhythm guitarist passing away mm. from overdose, yeah, they've been the original, mm. original guys. Yeah. I mean, I maybe there's a measure of success that helps that. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh. But who knows? Like, you can't even say that about, like, Blink-182. Yeah. 20 years together, and now they have Matt Skiba. Well, is it 20? Well, 20 years together for Mark and... And Travis. Oh, no, not even Travis. Yeah. Yeah, this is Mark. Because Travis came in after Dude Ranch. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's wild. Mm -hmm. Not even original members. But they got better with Travis. Way better with Travis. Yeah. Way you better. Can, you can, because I, I told you I've, I've yeah, gone on you a mission, right? Through? Yeah. Okay. So I've gone, I'm on, uh, Ch- I'm just starting Cheshire Cat. Ooh, Cheshire's good. Quality's not great, but there are some good songs. Mm-hmm. But you can definitely, when, just talking about the drum work. Oh, yeah. It's very like, punk rock, you know? Yeah. Um. So that so like I'm going through James Bond, you're going through Blink One Eighty Two albums, which kind of inspired me to listen to more Blink. Give Nine a chance, and I I'll hadn't. go once once I get. Done. I'm saying me give oh. Nine a chance. Okay, because once I get done, I'm gonna go back and listen. So to I wrote Nine off. Really? I was like, I am. Uh, there's like two songs on there I like. I'm not listening to it because. California, I enjoyed mm-hmm. with Matt Skiba, Mark Hoppus, Travis Barker. And then um, I went and saw them for that album. And it was just. <laughs> dude, that is a juicy fart. Yeah, that's what that show was. <laughs> that bad? Oh, dude. When when Matt Skiba singing Tom DeLonge's parts, I'm just like. I mean, listen. Okay, I'd, so were the songs that they performed for nine that were written for Matt Skiba? They didn't Skiba? perform nine. They didn't perform nine? No, it was California. Oh, it was California. Yeah. Oh, they, but they performed California? Yes. And I'm sure those were good songs. Yes. Yeah. But still, it's Blink-20. So if they performed nine or California songs with Matt Skiba and then, what's up? And Tom came out and sang Tom songs, mm-hmm. I would have died. Yeah. But Matt singing Tom's parts, just like, I'm so bored. I'm just like, I got drunk and then I enjoyed it. But I think if I, I couldn't was sober, imagine him trying to sing some of. Watch like, him up on on YouTube. He looks. It's just like this is bullshit. <laughs> like he doesn't give a fuck. Really? Yeah, it sucks. You think he hates Tom? I think he hates singing Tom's parts and playing Tom's parts. Tom is not a good guitar player. He's very original guitar player. Mm-hmm. The the riffs he comes up with are weird. Like even like trained guitar players are just like, "What the fuck? Like how would you come up with that?" Like it's just weird because he's not trained, classically mm-hmm. trained. So he's just leaning, "Oh, okay, there's a riff." Like he just comes up with weird shit. So for Matt to learn him, it was difficult. He mm-hmm. had a hard time learning. And that was before a tour and they they like threw him into a tour only singing blink songs and blah 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 blah. He just he's just a pussy. <laughs> He's a bitch, dude. I don't like him. All right. So that's why I wrote nine off. And I was just like, fuck it, dude. He ruined Blink for me. Like, I'm not doing it. 
So since you talked about going through it all, I was like, all right, I'm going to start going through it all. I'm going to listen to nine all the way through. I have fallen in love with no heart to speak of. That's a good song. That song is fucking incredible. Mm -hmm. It is so good. And Matt is so good in it. Like, I'm sure it sucks live, but holy shit. No Heart to Speak of, 9, Blink-182, check it out. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, f- I fell in love with pretty much the entire Neighborhoods album. Neighborhoods is the shit, dude. Yeah. I, so I had ACL surgery. Mm-hmm. I tore my ACL. My uncle was like, hey, do you want to go to Blink and Tacoma or whatever? And I, Or it was like Seattle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, sure, when? He's like, oh, it's this time. And I was like, dude, that's like days after my ACL surgery. And he's like, oh, do you still want to go? I was like. Yeah, let me write them and see if I can get handicap seating. And he's like, okay. So I he bought tickets for me, him, and Jen. So I emailed the the amphitheater and I was like, hey, this is like days after my surgery. Is there like, would it be cool if because I had to keep my legs straight and mm-hmm. out? I was like, is there any way that I could get like handicap seating? And they're like, yeah, sure. We'll just move your tickets to handicap. I was like, cool. So then I'm looking in the amphitheater and handicap is way back by the lawn. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know. I guess that'll work. It's not that far back at the amphitheater. Right. Yeah. So we get there. We drove Jen's mom's car, who had a handicap tag. Mm-hmm. So we parked right up front with handicap. I go up to with one of my crutches, and my my leg is in this contraption. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, oh, hey, handicap. Yeah, come on, come on, come on this way. And so uh, handicap seating was, here's the stage, here's the pit. It was the first row. <gasps> oh, dude, that's so cool. Yeah. I thought, it was I bet awesome. That was an, I bet that was an amazing surprise. It was awesome. And that was like right after Neighborhoods. Mm. And uh, dude, there was uh, there was videos. I took a bunch of video and there was like one video um, I took and synced up with the actual um, audio file because Travis is playing to a click. Mm-hmm. So it, it was so perfect. I got to like sync it up the video mm-hmm. with the actual audio. I'll have to show you that sometime. Um, what does that mean playing to a click? So he's hearing the tempo mm-hmm. in his ear. Oh, is he? Okay. So no matter what the song is, if it's a higher tempo, he's hearing it and then playing to that. Um, so the everybody follows him because he's that's what his job is to keep mm-hmm. the tempo and the yeah. pace. So you'll hear a click. So whatever, whenever the next song is going, one song ends his in his earpiece. There's a different click now. The click changes. Say, you know, I miss you is a different speed than. Mm-hmm. Sure. Heart's all gone or whatever. Yeah. So. It's just that's click is changing okay. this year. Uh, but um, after midnight, the first time I'd ever heard that song was live. Mm. And that drum beat at the beginning, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Dude, that's, I, was I, like, listened, I listened to that song on the way here. I was like, what is this? What is that? Mm-hmm. But I guess little backstory is Travis was just playing that beat in the studio mm-hmm. and he was going to use it for a rap song for one of his buddies and Mark and Tom were like whoa, whoa what is that and he's like oh it's just something I'm working on they're like we're using that and they took it <laughs> that's awesome yeah didn't they yeah anyway we don't have to get down and anyway I love that song. ask it ask you, it you ask know, it well didn't they record neighborhoods? All day. didn't they pretty separate? much record separately yeah. that entire album pussies that sucks it's Tom's fault yeah he, dude, when Tom left the band, he didn't even tell them directly. He had his manager do it. That's so. That's that is a, that's a big. That's 
really bad. Yeah, that's really bad. You could say he's a pussy, dude. Yeah, <laughs> he, he he's a, that's that's I, I won't call him a pussy, but that is that action that, that action is is very much so. Yeah, he, they sat Mark and Travis down, and he was like, "Hey, man, so Tom's out." Like he didn't even see it himself. I there was uh, I watched this YouTube clip of like Mark used to have like this music talk show. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. he had he had Angels and Airwaves on, and he introduced. He's like, and the band that Tom DeLonge is cheating on me with, and how is how he introduced, no. how he introduced it, and you could just see the annoyance on Mark's face. If you can find the clip, you should watch it. Oh, that yeah. sounds awesome. Oh boy, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, Tom always left. He left to do Boxcar. He left to do. And he took Angels. Travis with him to do Boxcar. Yeah, but then Mark recorded a song with him on Boxcar. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Elevator, um, which is a great song mm-hmm. because it has Mark, Tom, and Travis. <laughs> Stupid. Plus who? Anyways, huh? Plus who? Uh, there was the. Oh man, I can't remember what bands they were from. But then the guy, the guitar player from Angels and Airwaves, was the guitar player for Boxcar Racer. Okay. Um, and he stuck around to do Angels and Airwaves. Uh, dude, the um drummer from the Offspring was the original drummer from Angels and Airwaves, mm-hmm. and I saw Angels and Airwaves with the original lineup with that drummer. Holy shit! I I'll, I'll to this day there is n- there is not a more fun drummer to watch. Really, he looks like he's having the best time, and it just makes you smile. Mm-hmm. Like he's just having so much fun. I don't know why he's in, not in the band anymore, but he is just just having a blast, mm. which was so fun. What's the last show you went to? Last show I went to yeah. as a country as a country oh, artist, dude. And you've never been in a pit. Nope. Man, we're going. We got to go. I'll buy you tickets to the show, and I'll drag you to the pit. Okay. And I'm too old for a pit. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, Blink, if Blink comes, you got to go. We got to go. Well, we have to. We got to go. Especially if it's Tom. Dude, if it's Tom, I'll, I'm not joking, dude. I'll cry. Like, I will get emotional at the show, and you will see tears. They'll, they're going to do it. They have to do it. Especially if Mark, if Mark's able to come back and yeah. do it. You would have to imagine. He live streams all the time, mm-hmm. and he was live streaming him playing bass for the first time, and like you could just see joy, like mm-hmm. genuine joy in him playing the bass again. Yeah, I watched him do a bunch of, uh, like during the pandemic, he was just sitting in his, he was just sitting in his living room, his like wife's on the couch behind him, mm-hmm. and he's just playing his bass along to yep. like yep, that's what he's doing. a bunch of different songs. Yeah. Yeah. He'll have the tracks without the bass line mm-hmm. and he'll play and he'll the bass line. Yeah. Dude, his bass lines are way more complicated than I thought they were. They, they were. He, I, I don't know anything about that. He's but... doing way more shit than I realized he was doing. I, I was impressed. Hmm. <laughs> not, Anyways, what were you as like, as like musicians, they're not very technical other than Travis, I would imagine. Yeah, but then Mark, I remember one year when I was like... But their lyrics kill. When I was like, like 16 or something, Mark, uh, someone, the Guitar Center came out with the best 50 bassists of all time. Mm-hmm. And Mark was on that list. And I was like, Mark? And now that I'm older watching him play, he does pretty technical stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, he is a solid bass drum or bass guitar player. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the whole reason that I'm. I wanted to play bass and sing. Him and and my career from MXPX. So, yeah, he better get better, dude. He better get better. I'm telling you, I can't handle that. <laughs> Not Getty Lee from, uh, um, God, what band is that? I can't remember who's Getty Lee. Getty is, Lee. I don't remember. Is um, that Rush? Rush. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's a bass guitar player. Oh, dude. No, he did not inspire me. 
You could tell by my singing style. Um, so rants, dude. I think this is going to be an, that was a rant of our love and affection for Blink One Eighty Two and music, which and musicians. I owe one hundred percent to you. I would have. Oh, really? never listened to that much Blink. Like, oh. I knew like the all the, the small things. I and miss, you. miss you. Like the the stuff that played like big time on the radio. Girl at the wrong shoe. Yeah. 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 Great songs. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, just neighborhoods. Just listening through that one by one, dude. I found so many songs. I just like, I was like, that is so damn good. And I just, I created basically, I created a pop punk list on Spotify. Send it to me. And then, but it all, it's all blink. It's pretty much like the first 10 (laughs) songs are all blink. Yeah. Yeah. Share it. Send it to me. All right. I will. I'll listen to that. Uh, so where do you want to start with your rants? You said you got slow drivers. Okay. I, I know this is this is a cliche rant, but I want to take it in a little different direction okay. than just complaining about the guy sitting in the left lane driving okay. the speed limit. What do you got? What are you th- like? We're twenty twenty one. Yeah, you had to have heard about slow drivers mm-hmm. in the left lane at some point in your life. Yeah, just like if you were the smelly kid, you've had to have heard about people talking about smelly people. At some point in your life. Or comedians doing airplane jokes. Like, yes. It's just a thing. Mm-hmm. We all know it's a you, thing. So what are you doing? You either don't give a shit. Yeah. Which then fuck you. Mm-hmm. Or what do you think a slow driver in the left <laughs> lane actually is? Because they, they must not think that what they're doing is wrong. Right. So they either know it's wrong or they don't know it's wrong. But they had to have heard that it is wrong. So what in their mind... Mm. Is a slow driver in the left lane. Are they distracted drivers? No, these are... I got stuck coming here. Okay. I was already late. Let's you? just say. Let's just say this. I'm always going to be late okay. regardless. When I'm Assumed. really late... Assumed. When I'm really, really late, it's because they're slow drivers. And I drive okay. pretty fast. Okay. I'm a fast driver. Mm-hmm. Ask Connor. Yeah, exactly. Connor <laughs> hates hates driving with, hates driving with me or trying to follow me. Um, but the left, I was stuck behind these two people. They created a wall on mm, 14. Yep. Yep. I couldn't get around them. I hate that. It's like, have some awareness. If you're the left lane driver and you see, and you're going the same speed as someone right next to you in the right lane, yes. slow down, get behind them or speed up and get in front of them. Yes. The point is to pass them on the left. Yes. That's the point. Mm-hmm. Have some awareness. Like, I'm always a person who checks my mirrors. I know everybody who's around me at pretty much all times. Even even when you're flying mm-hmm. and you're on the in the left lane, you're cruising, you're hauling, and someone's going way faster than you coming behind you, do you get over? All the time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Like, oh, shit, this dude's in a hurry. Yeah, 14 going in the gorge. Yeah. If, if I'm doing it, and I'm usually doing 80. Yeah. If someone's coming up behind me, fuck, I'll get over. Yeah. You go for it. you go you go be that rabbit and get yes, caught by the exactly. cops that are always sitting right before hood. Get River. caught for me, dude. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, dude. It's weird. Uh, what I hate is when I pass them and they're on their phone. Oh. I'm just like, mm-hmm. are you serious? Yeah, that's annoying. And I just took that five hour drive south and back up north, mm-hmm. and dude, yeah, it's uh, it wasn't too bad. I mean, as far as things, but my sister following me. I'm a great leader mm-hmm. in a, like a caravan, and if if someone's following yeah. me or whatever. But dude, I had to pull over like three times to just stop and wait for her. Oof, that's so <laughs> annoying. The other thing, oh, when you're on those, when you're on like uh, going to the beach or anywhere, there's going to be passing lanes, like yeah. through the mountain, yeah, yeah. mountain passes. 
Dude, the worst is when people don't like. They'll be driving slow, right? Yep. Here and we then, go. I you, know where you're going. And then you get to the speed up lane, and then they start driving faster. Yep. yep. So it makes it even harder to pass them. It's like, yep. what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Every time, dude. I couldn't get going down to Keenan's uh, bachelor party, uh-huh. going down Highway Six to Tillamook. Mm-hmm. I there was multiple times I could not get past a slow ass truck through two, three passing lanes. Yeah. Because he was driving so fast. And finally, I saw one coming up, and I had my gas already ready and my RPM set, so I could just boom and, and yeah. gun it right past him at the yep. beginning because I knew what he was going to do. Yeah. And I still barely passed him on the third one. I was so pissed. It's like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. Why are you going to go fast now? Yeah. So that nobody behind you can pass you? Mm-hmm. It's got to be it. It's got to be malicious. It's weird. Yeah. Like, is it a machismo thing? Like, I'm leading this road, brother. Dude, I don't <laughs> fucking know, man, but it's so annoying. It is the worst, dude. Or people who break for no reason. So I was on I five taking the I five interchange, taking the I five interchange to fourteen. Okay, fourteen east. Yes, I five south to fourteen east, right? And you come up over. It's like you come up the overpass, and it kind of like curves down. Yes, gotcha. The recommended speed for that is forty five. Mm-hmm. You can do like fifty fifty five mm-hmm. if. if you're any if you're a normal human being yeah this person was doing 40 sub 40 mm-hmm. and still tapping their brakes as they were making the turn <laughs> it's scary like, what are you scared about it's scary it is not scary <laughs> uh oh shit yeah that, i was gonna say something about that um, um you're the um, people that cause accidents where was it where was it what slow was it drivers or i guarantee you slow drivers are more the cause of accidents than fast drivers. Dude, one time Jen got pulled over for going too slow. Really? Yeah, it was hilarious. I think I would die. <laughs> <laughs> we were it was on uh, New Year's Eve. We we're at a New Year's Eve party in Ridgefield. Mm. Down in Old Town Ridgefield. Yeah. And we were driving up the hill back towards the freeway. Okay. I see roads. It was late. Je- you know, Jen was driving. I had been drinking. So she was driving and uh a cop pulled her over and he's like, do you know how slow you were going? And she's like, no. He's like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, he's the drunk one. She's like, oh, okay. They let her go. He's like, try to speed it up. She's like, I was just concerned because I didn't know where it was. The roads are a little icy and there might be drunk drivers. And he's like, I get it. Uh, if you want, I can follow you back to the freeway. And he did. Okay. That's far less worse than I th- like. That's not even bad. Yeah. But I don't give context when I tell that story. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm thinking Jen just putting along in the last yeah. lane, just like ten and two the whole way, like dude, eyes knuckle. barely over the yeah. wheel. <laughs> that's what I envisioned when you said pulled over for driving yeah. too slow. Yeah. Um, and, 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 anyway. Oh, that's what it was. It's like everybody, everybody, like you're saying, everybody knows that there's a slow driver in the left lane. Everybody knows that's a thing. It's like everybody, everybody knows that getting stuck behind the slow person at the cash register is a thing. Mm-hmm. We all somehow we all are victims of that. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you, no matter what, are the winner of? Like, like, uh, say, say, so, 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 like getting mm-hmm. in the line, say maybe that isn't a thing for you. That is your luck. Like somehow, for whatever reason, you never experience getting in line behind a slow person. Because you're the slow person. Oh, shit. But do you ever have that? Like, uh, is there, is there anything oh, yeah. you can think of that? That's is why a, I love self-check. Thing? No, is there like a good luck thing that you have? Oh, that you're just like holy shit! It always works out this way because I have a ca- I have like a good thing and a bad thing. Okay, and they balance each other, but they are they are absolute truths in my universe. Okay, okay. All right, hit me. I I rarely 
rarely have to wait in line. Rarely. If I'm pulling up to Dutch, I'm usually like the second car. Or if I'm going to uh, fucking buy tickets for a show, I'm the second one in line. If mm. I'm doing, uh, rarely do I have to wait in line. The counter to that is no matter what, no matter what, whether I'm at a concert, whether I'm at a uh, Blazer game, whether I'm at a movie, mm. no matter what the venue, I am constantly sitting next to the most annoying human being, unbelievably annoying human being in the world. That's awful. It's the worst. Mm-hmm. Dude, I went and saw Iron Man one time, and there was a dude wearing, like, uh, flip-flops, and he took his flip-flops off, and he had, like, the gnarliest, like, toenails, and he's just, like, stretching out his toes on at, at Cinetopia, feet up on the thing, and he was sitting next to this couple. Like, he was sitting one person, two people away from me. Dude, he knocked this lady's wine over all over her. And, like, he had seen Iron Man. It was Iron Man 3. Not had, even a good Iron Man. Dude, he had seen it before already, and this was, like, the first weekend it was out. And you know at the end when he destroys all the suits? Yeah. The, dude, he was literally finger-pointing at the screen like Duck Hunt and going pew, pew, pew as they were exploding. And this is, like, a, a 30-year-old man. Jesus. <laughs> and he knocked over a lady's wine? Dude, spilled it all over her. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then he's like, eating his popcorn. <laughs> yeah. So that's my punishment in my life. <laughs> Jesus. Dude. Yeah, dude. That sounds atrocious. No, but it, and the counter, it's like, so it's amazing and it's great that I don't mm-hmm. ever have to wait in line. It's 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 a great like. And then when we pull into line, what the what the what the benefit is and the curses is, is like we as soon as we pull into line and we're like waiting to order, we look behind us and there's 18 people behind us mm. every time. And like we'll always look at each other and go every time. But then when we go to a movie or something, we look at each other and go every fucking time, dude. <laughs> <Spider> man. <laughs> I. Honestly, I wouldn't say that I don't have anything that is that lucky. Really? Yeah. I Maybe you don't notice it. I'm sure there is. And you're just like, there's got to be a pattern of something where you're like, how has this happened every time? Maybe it's bad. Maybe it's good. Oh, it's definitely bad. But there's... maybe you're not recognizing the good, Jake. Maybe you need to stop and smell the roses, dude. Mm, maybe. Maybe. Just take a look at, just try to try to find something if you can. Just, 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 because if you're looking for it, you'll find it. And it, uh, this might, this, this assignment might end up in you finding out there's more negative shit than positive. <laughs> but it, it's just, those are two things that we've noticed, like, throughout, you know, our 10 plus years mm-hmm. of being together is just how it always works out both ways, no matter what. Someone annoying as shit now sitting next to us through an entire concert. But at least we got in line first. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to think about that. Yeah, because I do can't, it. I can't come up with anything. Do right it. Now. What else you got? Um, what else is annoying you and pissing you what off? What else is annoying me? Um, I had like two other Mirrors? things. Mirrors. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> uh, the other another thing was is I saw a off police officer friend uh-huh. of mine mm-hmm. who was on Facebook. Went to high school with him. Mm-hmm. Not Connor. Um, the he posted something he's vancouver pd mm-hmm. he posted uh this photo and he was like oh is is of a cop maybe it was him i don't know but vancouver pd was like they had somebody pulled over at grand in mill plain okay 
So right by the cemetery, like Blind Onion, that's yep. right there. And they're like doing 80 and a 30, like 35 limit here is 35. This dude was doing 80, mm-hmm. which 80 is ridiculous. But you're coming down off that hill, right? Okay. You're coming down off that hill from You're going to justify Blaine. this. Dude, that <laughs> that speed limit should be not should be higher than 35. Well, you're breaking it the whole time. It is ridiculous that it's 35. Okay. I do 60 through that stretch all the 60? time. 60? Oh yeah. That's even more ridiculous. It's not more ridiculous than 80, but that's equally ridiculous. 80 is inc- 80 is incredibly reckless. Okay. But 35? Yeah. There's no reason why mill plane should be 35. I think you should. That is a major like throughway. Petition this. I will. I'm going to I'm going to petition Wait, are you this. talking about the at hill going we- from north to south? At my wedding, I'm going to be like, Mayor Ann, yeah. I need to take a break Dude, from this. bring a, what's it called? A petition. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone sign a guest book, but it really is just your petition. <laughs> to get the speed limit changed on mill plane between Grand and yeah. uh, the Tower Mall. Do it. Um, Yeah, no, that's just super annoying. That should, 35 should not be. That guy got a $426 ticket. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. $426? Yeah. That's that's not just speed, though. That's got to be reckless driving. Yeah, because yeah, it was so far over. I mean, yeah. 30, what is that? Uh, 45 I don't know. miles. I know. That's 45 I don't miles. Do math. That's 45 miles over the speed limit. We wow. were history majors. Yeah, we don't do math. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty hardcore. I don't know why that. It just annoys me that that is 35 miles an hour. I'm going to take it. I should take a field trip over there and just check it out. You should. And document it if it's safe or not. Drive from Mil- from, from the Tower <laughs> Mall <laughs> where the vaccination site is. Okay. Drive west on Mill Plain. Okay. Drop down to Grand. Okay. And you tell me that you think 35 is an appropriate speed limit. Well, if I do it, I'm going to I should run some multiple experiments here. Go go exactly 35 and see how many people behind me want to kill me. Yes, which would be all of them. <laughs> And probably be me. And then I'll just point to the sign as I'm driving 35. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, speed it up. I ain't going 60, though, dude. That's pretty hardcore. Pretty hardcore. Probably not 60. But if you do like 50. I love that. So far, you're just an annoyed driver. I'm annoyed about everything two right now. Two out of two. What else? Um, About driving? I don't know. What else you had on your list? I had like five other things I was all mad about, and I know, then you came in here huffing and puffing. And I shit. know, but then you told me the good news about the about the news. And oh then, yeah, um, sorry for telling you good news. <laughs> <laughs> and then you told me about, uh, and then we got to talk about Blink, which is happy. Yeah, that's true. So it just yeah, there. Was, you want me to just rain on your parade? Yeah, I okay, rain on my parade. Um, I've noticed that. Uh, so I one thing I wanted to talk about is um, COVID nineteen. Okay. That's definitely just not COVID sunshiny. Uh, I've noticed a turn in language lately um, concerning blame, shame, and getting others sick. I have two, but I don't know how much that is permeating amongst the people who need to hear it. But So Corey Taylor, singer Slipknot, mm-hmm. I, th- I don't know the exact quote, but he said, like, you're, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> If you come to my show and you're not vaccinated. Well, well Charles Barkley said you're Charles Barkley. people who aren't vaccinated are assholes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm seeing like, and, and even politicians are like, dude, you are killing your fellow Americans. Like the language is turning now. Yeah. Even the, well, the governors are trying to save their asses and the lowest vaccinated states are now trying to blame the unvaccinated. DeSantis 
Uh, the Alabama, no. the Alabama governor and the Arkansas governor, the three states with the lowest vax rates, are all saying blame, blame the the, uh, unvaccinated? the unvaccinated. Yeah. Are you serious? Because mm-hmm. they're trying to save their own asses. Because they know it's, their states are about to explode. I saw a video uh, from Newsom. Is that Gavin, Gavin? Gavin Newsom. Yeah. Talking about just the things that they're trying to do in California. Um, new campaigns of. Like similar to get out, the, get out the vote. They're like getting out the facts and like this is the right. This is the SS going door to door asking for the Jews. This is what they're comparing it to. Like he's literally having people campaigns going to the door door saying, hey, have you been vaccinated? You know, here's where you can go. Just spreading the information. Mm-hmm. And then he said we're funding like they're putting more money and in funding into like um smaller doctor practices in smaller rural towns so that people who have questions or concerns about the vaccine when they go to their doctors the doctors are funded fully funded and fully informed on the vaccination Mm -hmm. to help those communities like it just sounds like a great rollout program that he's doing and those are the comparisons that they're getting (laughs) um i'd be so annoyed dude which brings me i don't know how people are in public i don't know how people are in public service like oh yeah yeah, and not say, like, are you fucking morons? Mm-hmm. Like, what is wrong with you? I had a, I went and met Donna last week or yeah. two weeks ago for a coffee, and she was telling me about, I won't share, like, I won't mm-hmm. get into mm-hmm. the details of her story, but just her, because she's on the Washougal board, yeah. and then the stuff over critical race theory yeah. and what they've had to deal with, just the misinformation. And they're like, we're not teaching critical race theory. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, we have a, a, a little... Um, a little friend of ours, uh, Alex, who she's just like all the time, like, yo, like she interacts with somebody who um, she completely disagree with, disagrees with regularly. She's like, they they are just against critical race theory, but they have no idea what it means. And I'm like, you know, here's a 14 year old kid who can kind of articulate what the ideas between about critical race theory is. And she's talking about you know, a 50 something year old person who has no idea, but they're getting in debates about, it. Mm. <laughs> which I love, but it's just, I don't, I don't know, dude. It's, it's insane. Um, but the, the COVID thing specifically now, you know, um, I, I, I'm, I'm being, I, this is hyperbolic, but there's one thing that, will if it's affected by COVID nineteen, that's the that's the line for me. Like mm-hmm. now everybody needs to get their shit together. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that line is? Disneyland. Yes it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Disneyland and Disney World are both requiring masks now. Mm. And and we got to a point where they weren't. Uh and now they are. And to me, now I'm I'm on board with switching the language. You guys are assholes. You guys are ruining family vacations. <laughs> like, what a first world problem, mm-hmm. right? Like, <laughs> Disneyland without a mask. So that's why I'm jokingly saying it. But well, that's all, a full world problem at this point. Not really just a first world. Well, I mean, like the ability to like the to inability go to, to go to Disneyland without wearing a mask. Like, boo hoo. We shouldn't have to though. We should not have to. We got, we did what we were supposed to do for a year. All of us did. Yep. All of us sacrificed. Yep. And and now Multnomah County is asking people to wear masks again. And I text Jen and I said, "Hey, when we're out and about, let's wear masks again, like just to be an example, just to be like 
Mm. I, and I, I'm having a hard time with this. Are you? Yeah, with the mask thing. I'm not. Look, if if if, uh, how much shame did you initially feel when you weren't wearing masks and everybody was still wearing masks, but you were vaccinated? Oh, I I waited until the majority of the people were. That's masks. what I'm saying. Yeah. So if we can switch that social pressure to wearing masks again for those who are unvaccinated, I ain't gonna change. They're going to continue not wearing masks, man. Then what do those, we do? Because they were the same people that were. We had to fight tooth and nail at every store about wearing agree. them. I don't agree. Because that number of fighting tooth and nail for individuals is much bigger than. Uh, so the number of those who are unvaccinated mm-hmm. is much bigger than the number of those who you're actually having to um, fight with to wear a mask. I guarantee you, during the masks wearing, the unvaccinated were wearing masks. The anti-vaxxers were wearing masks still in the stores. But now, they're, I'm guessing that they're seeing this opening up due to those responsible enough to get vaccinated as an opportunity. Like, fuck it. Everything's cool now. We don't have to wear masks. Those people, I, th- I think that what you're talking about, the number of individuals that you're having to interact with saying, wear effing masks. And they're like, fuck you. We're not doing that. That number is much smaller compared to those who are just not getting vaccinated. Do you get what I'm saying? I do. I get what you're saying, but what is there a big enough difference that it would ma- it would make a difference? What do you mean? Is there is the gap between the the problem, the yee problem. the yee people? Yeah. And the what? The yee people? What's I, that? Like people <laughs> who get like go to like hoedowns and say yee. Okay. Um because I just imagine that everybody who like was the biggest anti-mask Anti- people yeah. say yee. Okay, gotcha. Listen to like crappy country music yeah. and stuff like that and have bad opinions. Mm-hmm. Um bad opinions Ooh, on okay. pretty much all things. Yeah. Uh and the people who uh are anti are anti-vax um who still wore masks is not right. a problem. I don't know if there's a big enough gap that if the if we put social pressure enough on the people who are like they're not they didn't get at this point you didn't get vaxxed for a reason. Yeah. Either you don't believe in the vaccine. Yeah. There is no amount of information that's going to prove to you that the vaccine is safe. Yeah. So what do we do? Infect them all? We just gotta dude I don't know. We just hope that our vaccinate our vaccines are yeah. enough to are enough to to in um, in the and it just keeps running its course in these unvaccinated pockets. I know someone outside who, outside of mandating yeah vaccinations. There is no way to fix this. I mean, okay. So let's say we mandate them, mandate the vaccine. Yeah, yeah it's not know. really a law. Everyone who, if you mandate it, everyone who, I'm wondering, okay, so they mandated masks. Mm -hmm. Or no, they didn't. Or did they? Well, the federal government couldn't. No, but the local governments did, didn't they? Um, Shit, I don't even remember, dude. They they did, yeah. They did, okay. They mandated them. But, I mean, mandate is different than law. That's what I'm saying. What's what's enforceable and what's not. I would imagine that the gap between those who are going to follow a mandate and those who are not going to wear masks at all anyways. Political suicide. I political suicide. Yeah, I would do it. Yeah, you're gonna have to find enough politicians who are all altruistic enough to, to yeah. tank their own careers yeah. for the for. Public well, what health. about Joe Biden now requiring everyone to either get vaccinated, all the federal employees to either get vaccinated or get tested well, he regularly? Can. He can because he's. I mean, he's in charge of the federal bureaucracy. Yeah. like he can do that. Yeah, just like employ- just suicide? just like employers can say. Just like employers can say, um, 
either uh, or get you know either vaccinated get, or, or, get tested. or continue wearing a mask or whatever mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i don't i mean joe biden technically is the ceo of the federal bureaucracies yeah yeah so is that is that suicide no yeah i don't think that's it doesn't affect enough people right to sway an election so i know somebody who went to vegas and i just read an article about how hot how much of a hot spot vegas was and i i sent her the article and i was like hey heads up uh vegas is nuts right now yeah kylie was just in vegas are you serious yeah wasn't she worried or scared um yeah, she, well, she said once they got they pretty much stayed in their hotel like they were only there for like a day and a half i mean what's the point then it was just a trip to go down there with their aunt and okay. who were already down there with the hotel room they just her and her sister flew down there for like a day and a half and then flew home oh okay anyway that sounds like a lot of exposure for a day in a hotel i'm just saying yeah <laughs> they had a hard she said the airlines had a hard time like keeping people's masks on. are you serious that's they were, so they were, annoying. They were doing their best, but they said there was. She said like there was a whole bunch of Yakolites and Ambohemians who were just on their flight to Vegas, uh-huh. and all of them masks around their chins, walking onto the onto the airport, onto the airplane, uh-huh. and all of them just giving all sorts of lip to flight attendants. Hell no! And like the flight attendants kept them up. They're like, "You're off if you don't put if you don't keep it on. You're off." Really? Like, they, they were. They good. did a good job, good. but I mean, good. how stressful for those people? Oh, I would love it. I would love. You would it. love it for a day. I'd love it every day. I don't know, man. I'd love... Dude, you are the authority. You can tell... You can ban them. Maybe you're... Maybe... Maybe you're just a completely different person than me. I would but I, I would literally... Trigger. It would literally kill me to have to do that every single day. Every single day. Oh, you've I, fight I would with be these so people. condescending about it. I'd be like, what's up, dude? Uh, do you want to be banned or what? What's going on? What do you mean? Pull that mask up or you're off. Every day. I'd love it. Oh, it'd be fun. If they paid me as much as I make now to do that, I would do that job right now. Mm, we need more people like you. Though. It would be so fun. Um, oh, I would love it. Mm-hmm. I would love it. That's why the job I'm interviewing for, I think I think in, in, in the same sense, uh, I could do it mm-hmm. because I'm following legislation. I'm following rules. You know what I mean? I'm guided by the parameters of the law. Sorry. Like, I, it's not my bad. Like, it's your bad. I have to enforce this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see about that. But yeah. anyway, so she she's going to Vegas. And I was like, yo, heads up. Uh, it's pretty gnarly there. Like, be careful. Well, her and her whole party got it. Um, she was not vaccinated. And she got brutally sick. Mm. Brutal. Had to go to the ER, was um, uh, suggested that they were considering uh, putting her on a ventilator. She got pneumonia. She got tore up. And now they're like, hey, you can still get vaccinated. And now she's considering it. Now she's considering it. I mean, I don't know if she's going to do it, but... but- and, and, and that's crazy and, to me. Yeah, it's just I, I. You could go through that and be like, oh, "I'm going to risk it again." Yeah. Well, so um, there was a driver at work who was telling me that his wife has a friend who also got super sick, and that she like has to walk with a cane now, and she like used to run like she almost died, and she still won't get vaccinated. The neurological effects of COVID is the scariest part. Yeah. Yeah. Kylie is just now starting to get her sense of smell back wow and she had it in december is she bummed because she lives with you 
<laughs> um so then so uh i was sitting there the other day uh yesterday actually mm-hmm. and one of my drivers was just like taking his lunch um in the in the break room which is on the other side of my office and he was like hey jeff and i was like yeah and he goes are you vaccinated i just said of course and you just got quiet <laughs> i think there are so many people huh there are so many people who aren't vaccinated and think about it we live in a state where we live in we live and work in two states. We live in ground zero, dude. But we live and work in two states that have above 70% vaccination rates. Yeah. yeah. And we still know that many people who aren't vaccinated. Yeah. Think about if you went to like Bama. Oh. Like where you've got no. sub 30% yeah. vaccination rates. That's terrible. But that's always my response. Is I want them to be like, whoa, why the fuck is he so confident? <laughs> like, of course I am. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Why do you ask? Oh, I was just wondering, uh, you know, and it goes down this conversation, which is great. But I always want to start the conversation with, yeah, of course I am. That's all we wanted was to get to this vaccine. Yeah. Everyone who's telling you not to fucking get it or to question it is vaccinated. Majority of them, yeah. Who isn't? I don't know. Donald I'm, Trump is. I guarantee it. I'm going to imagine a couple of those. The, the media blowhards aren't. Tucker? We don't know if Tucker is or not. What would you bet? I would bet. If I was laying money on it, I would say that he is. Yeah. 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 But like Christian Kirk. Who the hell's um, that? Or whatever that guy is. The dude you sent me about some oh, mobiles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some of those dudes, I don't know if they are or not. Probably not. Like if Glenn Beck or if Rush Limbaugh was still alive, I don't know if they would be. Oh. So do you, are you just feeling like. Like you are poisoned, like you are an infected one because of the vaccine. No. Oh, yeah. No shit. Nobody's feeling any different, except for like, oh, I have a, you know, there's there is a barrier, there is a safety now within me to against this virus, mm-hmm. which is comforting. That even if I get sick, there's a less than like one percent chance that I could end up in a hospital. And only like a 3% chance that I could actually even contract it. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's all frustrating. And that's, um, but like I said, the Disney, like I was seeing the language change. I was seeing Biden talking about, you know, requiring it. And then I saw, Mm -hmm. like I said, Disney changed their rules. And I was like, "Mm, now I'm getting pissed. Yeah. But I but I value and appreciate everybody calling it out like it is. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like you said, I don't know if it's enough for the social pressure to actually change anything. But what do we do then? Mandate it? Require it? Do businesses start I w- saying it? I would it? say it's just like at this point, like if you're not, if you're going to put yourself into, like I, this is where I'm like, okay. I've, I, I've gotten, I've like worked my way through these different levels mentally. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm at the point where it's just like, I kind of want to be like, just if you're that stupid and you're going to go back, you you want to go and you go, you want to live amongst all these unvaccinated people. You're going to live in these pockets and you guys are all going to get sick. Let them get sick. Yeah. But then I'm thinking that is not fair to the rest of us because it's using up public health resources. Yep. Yeah. And it's not fair to the EMTs, to the healthcare workers, to doctors yeah. who have to constantly be treating these people. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Exposing themselves, then going home and exposing their families potentially. That's not fair. Right? No. That's fucked. 
It's not fair. It which isn't. is why I would support a mask, like a vaccination mandate. Mm. Mm. Like, dude, you're part of the problem, man. The world ain't the same. I suppose. I you're don't know, man. I am so. Pussies. I am so fucking tired <laughs> of this. Na- of this gross nationalism. Yeah. Yeah. Which, Especially around our our Olympians. I mean, look, CJ only sends us things so that we bring it up. So we might as well bring it. <laughs> But uh, what's his name? The football player he was Cole talking? Beasley. He's a wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills. What's his name? Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley, and and uh, he's straight out of Texas. He's got the blonde locks. Yeah. And, so yeah, he's uh, CJ mentioned that like no one's telling him to shut up and dribble, and he's he's got a whole you know public commentary on the vaccination, on doing it or not doing it or questioning it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, I think CJ has a point. Like nobody is saying like, hey, hey, hey you're just an athlete, dude. Just shut up and play ball. Mm-hmm. No, because it's never been about. It's What's never it about? been. It's never been about individual freedom. Mm-hmm. It's never been about going and doing your own research. It's about you need to fit. You, you need to fit our definition of what. An American is. You mm. need to fit the definition of what our national narrative should be, who we should be as a collective. Well, okay. But that, because nationalism. I did not think you were going there. Nationalism has always been about, nationalism's nature is offensive. It is me telling you right. how you should be for the, because for the nation, we're a nation of ultra masculine. Yeah. Machismo. Machismo people yeah we're tough yeah and you got to get on this line and you've got to get with it or get off the train yeah or you're you're you know you're a pussy you're all of these different things yeah, you're yeah. you're a beta male you're you're Tom anti-american you're all of these things yeah and so it's offensive in nature it's telling you how you need to act to be able to be a part of us well that's what we're gonna get into but why is nobody saying anything to this dude because he's saying the things that that fit the narrative. Oh, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. I didn't connect that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I didn't make that clear. No worries. The, uh, yeah, I mean, the reason why he's not getting that, because the people who say shut up and dribble yeah. are the people who are patriotic, who are, who are the, the true patriots, right? Oh, do you think race plays into it at all? No. Oh, interesting. I honestly, in this case, I don't think okay. it does. Okay. I was wondering. Interesting. Okay. Um, because the because they're all they all would love to find an African a, a black athlete who would be oh, saying the things yes. as that Cole Beasley is doing. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a good point. Um, uh, one thing I was thinking about, and this will get a, get us into what you were talking about. Uh, you noted on real quickly, but it's how easy would it be? Like it's it, it's the fucking it's the weak minded path. It's the it's the it's the low-hanging fruit. It's the knuckle-dragging approach. To It's so simple and easy to just be like, well, just question everything, dude. Like, to me, that is not thinking critically. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is strange because to the counter to that is us saying, just get fucking vaccinated. Which you would assume is not thinking critically, just doing what you're told. Like with the masks mm-hmm. and start wearing the mask again. They say, hey, start wearing masks again. I say, you know what? Fuck it. Okay. I'll do it. If people are too dumb to fucking follow the rules, I don't want to get sick, and I don't want these. I want these idiots to feel like dummies. So I'm okay. I'll wear it. But that's just—is that me just being a fucking drone and just saying okay? Because the counter to that is, I'm, I'm saying that these morons aren't thinking critically. They're not doing their own research. 
They're not looking into things themselves, and they're just doing whatever they want, their freedoms. Air quotes. But then on the flip side, they're, the government or, or the officials or those who I trust to be responsible for science mm-hmm. are saying, hey, maybe you need to mask up, mask up again. I go, okay. What's your question? There's no question. I'm just saying, like, maybe maybe there is a question there somewhere. But I'm just saying, like, if you're looking at all these people who are – or me just following – okay, hold on. So this individual is – you're talking about I'm lost now. <laughs> Hold on, give me a second. So we are. So they're talking about individual freedoms and what is patriotism and what sure. is making a personal, what is making a choice and standing on that. Okay. So, uh, uh and they're telling us like uh, this dude is saying like, do your own research, check it out. Like that's your right, that's your freedom to do that. And where us, we have done the research, we listen to the science, we listen to the scientists, and we say, you know what? I think it's better just to get vaccinated. And they're saying, on the fl- on the flip side, due to their own research, you know, maybe I'm not going to get vaccinated. I don't know. There's just a there's a difference there that's worrying me in a calling out culture that's pissing me off. Um, I don't know. I don't really know what my point is. I'm just rambling and 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 venting on just this they're right we're right kind of mentality um and and then you're now you're talking about and he's talking about i mean okay attaching patriotism to it they're right we're right it's okay so the things that telling someone they should get vaccinated yeah because someone being unvaccinated potentially more than potentially very likely has effects direct effects on the people around them yeah on us yeah so your individual freedoms is encroaching upon my freedom okay my liberty okay we have liberty in this country newsom had a great point when he talked about drunk driving i didn't hear it he uh, we don't allow drunk driving Hmm. it's your freedom to drunk drive but it's illegal because of it encroaching on other freedoms yeah you could kill someone it's a it's a um I mean, it's it's a this is an eighth grade civics lesson. Yeah, the difference between the, the fundamental difference between freedom, freedom and liberty. Yeah, we have liberty, which yeah. is better than just all out individual freedom. Right, because you're protected from other people's freedom. Yeah, which is generally going to be in their own self interest, which their own self interest could be coming and taking stuff right. from me yeah. or affecting me negatively in some way. Mm-hmm. I'm protected at least in theory by the government by the leviathan who has a law enforcement arm and says these are the rules this is the rules-based environment and if you break these rules there's consequences yeah and you can act freely within those but there is consequences for those actions like that's based that's basic government 101 right so it's when you're talking about you should go get vaccinated right it's because if if the virus only stayed within you if you contracted it and you couldn't contract it to anybody else yeah fine don't get vaccinated right okay but your actions directly affect the rest of us yeah public it's health selfish as fuck dude on the other hand yeah telling simone biles yeah that she should have to go and be and compete in gymnastics mm-hmm. for the nation mm-hmm. doesn't affect anybody it doesn't even affect you. It gives you a little warm, little cozy feeling that great, we won gold, and then you move on to the next. Nobody thing. gives a fuck about gold in gymnastics. Honestly, the the winner of the breaststroke winning gold, 
Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you care for 30 seconds. Yes, literally 30 seconds. And you're then, like, you're, oh, then you're on to the next thing. Yep. And then you forget about the Olympics and, and like, oh, I guess this is, I guess that was four years ago. Now it's next Olympics. Yep. Go America, yep. gold. Yep. And then you don't care again. Yep. But it it's about narrative. It's fucked up, dude. That so whole thing it's is like, going to so, piss me off. So them telling Simone Biles, like, you're weak. And then trying to make it like you're she, a coward. She is. This is what we're Not looking brave. at. Looking at losing to the Russians. Oh, that's what I'm getting at. Uh, and we're creating a weak. We're we're making we're creating this weak culture. A bunch yeah. of weak children mm-hmm. who have to stop and think about their feelings and can't compete for the nation. Yeah. Bullsh fucking shit. Get the fuck out of here. So that's the. I think that's the difference. That's the point like, telling, I was making when I telling, got lost. Telling those people. Like, no, you're trying to tell other people what they should do has no effect on you, has no effect on the greater Nate, on mm-hmm. the on on the public, on society in general. But the things that you're refu- like telling people that you should go get vaccinated, mm-hmm. dude, that's that is in the interest of the of the public, of our society, it's our survival of of people. Right. Because we have we have what's called liberty and Simone Biles choosing to um choose her mental making the choice of uh, of looking out for her mental and physical health versus gold for the nation yeah does not affect doesn't have does not have any effect on on anything also these athletes don't get paid shit we don't get paid anything unless they get and, sponsors afterwards and where and, and, and what about what about um where was all the outrage for all of our uh, women's all of the women's gymnastics had to deal with that fucking predator doctor That's who was like who up. was like raping him and molesting them yeah. for decades. Yeah. This is the kind of seedy ass shit that's a part of our Olympics. Yep. And then and then no wonder they're fucked up by the yeah. time they get Yeah. It doesn't matter because they're getting gold. And, <laughs> and you so thought about it for thirty about, seconds. Well, forget about everything else. And then the only reason why the, and then the only time you do care is when they're on that stage and yep. oh god damn, you better perform. Yep. You better perform for me. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And you don't think that has some fucking pressure on it? Yeah. That comes with it? Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, that's the point when I got lost in my little uh fucking rant over there. The the point that I was getting at was that uh, I'm. I've been thinking about this. Uh, how easy, you know, and I, you and I have talked about it so many times um, about how easy it would be to monetize and and just exploit these nationalist psychopaths mm-hmm. to just say, like, to say that Simone Biles is weak and to say that she's a coward for not competing. To me, that is the low hanging fruit. That is the knuckle dragging easy thing to say. Mm-hmm. It's easy to say that. What I'm what I'm getting at is like think more complex. That's what I was getting at is think more critically about not just that situation, but anything. Mm-hmm. Right. It's easy for us to go. Fuck it, dude. It's either American or it's not. That is easy. That is something you and I if we wanted to start a fucking podcast saying exactly just stupid shit like that, mm-hmm. we would look like pieces of shit to everyone who likes us and this show. But we could monetize it mm-hmm. and we could fucking exploit all these dumb uh, yee-yees, whatever you call them. Yeah, the yee boys. Yee. <laughs> Anyways, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So then so um so that's what I'm saying. So and then what I got down the rabbit hole is it's like so we view we view looking at things critically as as you know instead of just saying it's either american or it's not we're trying to look at the nuances of it right 
And then so what I got myself trapped into when I got lost down that rabbit hole by myself and you're like, where are you? Uh, it was me going, okay, so we're trying to think critically. Uh, 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 we're trying to think more nuanced and critically opposed to just either it's American or it isn't. Mm-hmm. That argument's easy to make, but that's how these stupid YouTubers and fucking podcasters or whoever are making money is by simplifying it to that. And then uh, these these e-boys are, not, are falling into that. That's mm-hmm. easy. That's easy to do. That's shooting fish in a barrel, right? This show, I, I would like to imagine and hope that it tries to look at things more nuanced and critically. Like, it isn't just black or white. It isn't just American or not. There are other things that are in play here. Um, so, but then I then I started brought, I brought up the fact that, but then also once the government says like, hey, do something, I'm like, all right, you got it. Now, that might come off as just like a... a you know, a, a sheep, a sheeple, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to do whatever they say. But it's, it can be viewed like that. That is the point that I'm making. Do you get well, what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, okay. So I think we don't have, it, our brains are wonderful things. Yeah. And we can make, we can make split decisions based on, like, our brains can pull from all sorts of past information mm-hmm. and stuff and make a quick sec- split second decision and saying like, this is the right thing to do. Yeah. Right. So if the government who we already are, we're conditioned to think the government is the authority. So because also we live in a democratic, we live in a democratic uh, society. society. We see that government as not only having authority, but having the right to authority. Mm-hmm. It's a legitimate form of government because we put it there. Right. Right. So when they're telling us to do something, we automatically assign a high weight to it. Mm-hmm. Our brains are automatically assigning a high weight to mm-hmm. it. So we're like, okay, we know we trust these people. There's accountability there. If they're telling us something and if they're wrong, there's going to be dire, like, like there's going to be major consequences right. for them being wrong. So you're like, okay, well, I can, I trust that this information has been verified through experts. Yes. And I don't necessarily need to know exactly how, or I could even understand in a year exactly how they came to this conclusion, but I trust that that conclusion is okay. Right. I don't think that is necessarily a sheep. Okay. I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that is, I don't think you can just say that doing that pro like having that split second process and saying government saying for the betterment of public health, you should wear a mask in public. Right. Or, hey, don't light fireworks when we have a drought. Me not choosing to not light fireworks is not being a sheep. Yeah. That is me looking empirically around, understanding what is what the realities of the situation are, and then making that split-second decision right. to not do it. So, with that, what you're talking about is uh, you said that generally we assign a weight to government, right? Mm-hmm. And what they're saying and assuming, right? But we also know that some of the public doesn't. Because this has been a long form process Mm -hmm. over decades Mm -hmm. of one particular party in particular undermining the legitimacy and credibility of our government. Yeah. Even when they're in charge. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm I'm I consider the mass mandate if it happens. I think that I think that you have some spilling over into those who are, you know, resistant to trust the government, even going, well, look, they're mandating it. So it must, it must be helpful. Or then you have the extremes of like those who are saying, well, they're mandating it. So now what's really in it? What are they really trying to do? They must really be tracking us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
I have no point. I'm just we're just talking it out, but it's For just sure. it's just well, the the people who rely on Mrs. our culture. Yeah. It's a very well-documented yeah. aspect of American culture. Mm-hmm. This is part of all humanity, but m- much more so amplified in the American culture. The greater American culture is that we rely on mysticism to explain things that we necessarily cannot right. explain. Right. Uh, or don't have the don't have the knowledge to explain. I don't have the education to explain. Whatever things yeah. that we just rely on mysticism that can be religion, stars, religion, what Sasquatch, yeah, um, all of these different things, yeah. right? Uh, demons, yeah, the deep state, right? Lizard people, yeah, and so it plays well with kind of this already built-in cultural like ethos Mm -hmm. that to say hey what's really going on here with this vaccine yeah because people are already ready to accept the unexplainable or the because our i think this also points to how poor our public education system is Uh is that there are these basic things these basic civic processes governmental processes about democracy and how our government works that if people just knew like, okay, well, that's how the government works. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't re- have to rely on mysticism to explain it. Yeah. But there is so many, there's so much gap yeah. in knowledge about just the f- basics of our society yeah. and our government that mysticism can just get plugged in yeah. all over the place yep. to the point where your entire reality now mm. is based off of nonsense non yeah non-reality yeah non-reality right so i've said this before and i think it's important to say again but you know we all know that jeff was punk rock anarchist doesn't believe in the institutions it's all it's all just part of the plan man deep state but this was just a punk rock kid growing up that way and i dropped out i got kicked out of high school and i didn't take any civics or government classes in high school and it wasn't until i took poli sci 101 at WSU that I started to really learn the how the explanations of how everything works basic things that everybody should learn in high school I didn't get to learn until college and it completely changed the way that I understood my role as a citizen the government's role and the interaction between us and that kind of shit should not be behind a paywall yeah I mean, it isn't. It's all in fucking free on YouTube. Oh, do you want to send people to YouTube? I mean, if you send them to the right YouTube, but the information on how it works is there. It is there. Ah, dude, that's so scary. I'm though. not just saying you're just like, focusing on YouTube, Jake, but I'm saying uh, the 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 quality and level of education that I got in college mm-hmm. is different than what I'm going to get on YouTube. Right. But to say that the information is not out there. Is is false? The information is fucking there. Every, it's here in my hand. Yeah, but to be actually okay, so yes, okay, you're right. I know, but the understanding <laughs> and the ability to connect it, yeah. and say what it means, yes, yes, the information might be written on a web page yes. somewhere where yeah. you can scroll through it. Yes, this is what is a defined as democracy okay this is a democratic republic yeah. what does it mean mm, what does it mean in the context of history right you can't if you didn't have history classes yes. to then reinforce what you're gotcha. learning in your policy 101 class gotcha. what is that going to mean yeah. to you yeah great point 
And I'm sure you saw me having a conversation with somebody on our Instagram. And that's what education does is it gives you the ability to have those long form discussions yeah. in, a, in a controlled environment where you can talk about things. You yeah. can talk about hypotheticals. Well, what if this changed in that's this particular thing? You can ha- you can work it out because you get to understand the things that is. You by can't have that in the comment section? It's the... Well, in, in, in <laughs> understanding what the uh, um, what the counterfactual yeah. is, right? Yeah. You, you learn what's factual by exploring the counterfactuals. What isn't... If this wasn't this way, yeah. then how would this be? Yeah. And then when you can explore those counterfactuals, you get to you get to learn what really is, what right. is reality, and why these things work the way that it is because these other things didn't happen. Yeah. And anyway, it's that's all that's theor- a great that's point. All theoretical, but that's a great point. Yeah. So what you got me thinking now is like I don't know if you saw me having a conversation with someone about the police reform legislation in Washington. I did not. Okay. I accidentally responded on Say What You Means page to somebody's post, and then we got into a conversation. Oh, good. Awesome. So, so. I did that once with a gun thing. Yeah, yeah. So then I, you know, I think there was a misconception of what the the new police reform in Washington, the legislation was doing. There's so much misinformation out there. So I just said, like, dude, read read it. So I sent it to him. But then. You know, after I had sent it to them, I had I had considered exactly what you're talking about. Reading it, I get it, but what does it mean? I have the context of understanding poli sci 101 and uh, four years of history mm-hmm. to understand what this means. And to somebody who doesn't know or have that, reading it, okay, I see that, but what does that mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's a good point. And then they go and seek out people who are going to tell them Explain what it means. It. Yes. And then they find... Glenn Beck. Uh, that's a great point. That's what point. I'm saying. Telling people go do your, your yeah. go do your own research yes. on the internet is a scary proposition because you don't know what they're going to get out. What yeah. they, what they're going to so find. So instead, follow us on Instagram. Let's <laughs> say what you mean podcast. Share the show with your friends and listen every week. And it's been a long time since I've said this, but I can't believe that there are people who listen every week consistently and um, you know sometimes I interact and I'm telling someone a story and they're like yeah yeah, yeah I, I heard. I'm like, oh, what? And they're like, yeah, you said it on the show. I'm like, oh, shit, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's super cool that there are people who are dedicating time, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. We- Shout out to my old friend, uh, Will Matthews, like my old best friend uh-huh. from high school. He, uh, We were having dinner with him and his wife and my other friend, Jesse, and his wife, who will mm-hmm. be, uh, Jesse, who will be at the basketball on saturday yeah my friend will who i had no idea listened and he was like i love the music episode he's like i knew all of those bands oh shit so okay. he's a big punk he's a big pop punk okay fan too, yeah so. i think we're gonna do some more music stuff but i mean just thank you to everybody who listens and follows and and is interested in the shit that we say or interested in the lives that we lead um with that said jake's bachelor party is saturday mm-hmm. it is <gasps> oh yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun. I know. I'm gonna bring. I got cameras. I'm gonna bring things to film, and we're. It's. I'm gonna document a lot of it, just to have it. For really? Fun. Yeah. Awesome. I'll, I'll create something. Um. And dude, I was looking at when your wedding is. It's so fucking soon. Dude, tell me about <laughs> it. Tell me about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I want to end on this real quick. Okay. Simone Biles has suff- survived foster care, sexual abuse, and being a public whistleblower against a high-profile pedophile. She runs her own gym focused on protecting gymnasts from abuse. She has rescued other gymnasts' careers and shared the limelight with them. Um, She endures constant commentary about her skin tone, hair, body shape, clothes. She doesn't owe her last drop of blood or sanity for the ego and entertainment of her country. She's earned her rest and... uh, yeah, 
What's great? It's insane that she was even able to. She's even competing in a second or third Olympics. Yeah. Like I mean, she she has done things that some gymnasts like. It makes other gymnasts jaws hit the floor. Mm-hmm. She's incredible. It's fucking weird, dude. For a bunch of couch potatoes. Yeah. To sit she, around she, and be like, I need. I need validation as an American, so you need to go get me that validation and get that gold yeah. medal. See, I told you we're the best. Stupid, dude. And and <sighs> I want to and, and and this is one thing uh, you know, attacking her for that. I think I think amongst our audience, we know it's fucking stupid. Like it's just it's it's nonsense. You're a piece of shit if you do it. But I also want to like celebrate this idea of like it. It is cool that all these nations come together and compete, mm-hmm. right? But let's look at the sport of skateboarding now in the Olympics. And I follow Tony Hawk and I follow some other skateboarders. Japan men's men uh Japan men won uh, Japan man won gold for skateboarding. Hmm. It's a it's this Japanese skateboarder I've been following for a few years now. And Tony and Rick McCrank and just all these old skaters are just like like you kicked ass like great job it's not a celebration of country it's a celebration of sport mm-hmm. they don't care who won they they look at the top three medalists and they're just like hell yeah like you guys did so great they're they're celebrating the sport they're celebrating of celebrating the sport getting that international recognition i think that's cool mm-hmm. the recognition and celebration of the sport not the individual or not the individual country i think there's something to be said about that but uh, yeah i agree We're not saying it today, so goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you.